Hello and welcome to Okawa Book Club. We're your hosts. I'm Hannah. I'm John. And in this podcast, we'll be discussing the books of international best-selling author, world teacher, and CEO of Happy Science, Master Ryuho Okawa. Today, we'll be discussing the newest of Master Ryuho Okawa's publications, The Spiritual Truth About Curses and Spells, How to Get Out of an Unhappy Life. Yes, this book is about curses and spells. So we'll read from the preface. This is a simple theme for religion. However, it seems that as a society became more convenient, people became less aware of what a curse is. Curses already manifest at school, during entrance exams, romantic relationships, and also in terms of how you and others perceive and treat you. When becoming adults, people may be a part of a political movement, talking about economic inequality, or saying things such as neoliberalism is wrong, tax the rich more, or give cash handouts and execute modern monetary theory. Such kinds of political measures are out in the world, and the modern curse surely exists in them already. The manifestation of communism in itself is a curse. Also, the mass media democracy that is thought to inhabit one corner of liberalism is filled with curses. You can understand this fully just by looking at newspaper advertisements. I would like for you to learn earnestly about the religious truth that is working behind the scene of curses through this book. Ryuho Okawa, Master and CEO of Happy Science Group, August 23rd, 2022. So that's very interesting, right? Yeah, it's quite an introduction. Yes, it's basically all around us. We are swirled around with curses. It's in the media, it's in social media, in the government. It's very everywhere. Yeah, and that was the point I really appreciated about this book. I suppose, like, most of us think about curses or spells where our mind goes to more esoteric things, like Mm -hmm. voodoo, that type of idea, ritualistic. And I think that the real, like, religious and spiritual truth that this book teaches us is that it is something that's just almost a part of everyday life that Mm -hmm. we're all dealing with. And the fact that we think about it in such a mystified way shows how far removed we are from that. Mm, Yes, the book does talk a lot about how back in the day, it was just a common thing. like, oh yes, you are ill because you are cursed. It's like very obvious. But now it's like we don't have that kind of orthodox teaching or learning. So we don't know about these factors that can inhibit our happiness or we are actually doing it to others subconsciously or consciously. Yeah. Yeah. So, simply, curses are to wish unhappiness to others. And it comes from a negative mindset, jealousy, greed, anger, foolishness, conceit. It's also interesting to know that bullying is also cursing as well. There's many forms of cursing. You may not think you're cursing, but you are. Yeah, I think like... How do we curse? (laughs) It's intention that we all have experienced Mm -hmm. of just looking at another person and feeling like we wish bad upon them. It's, I think in the modern world where it's sort of taught that, you know, you could think whatever you want, Mm -hmm. but as long as you have to be mindful of what you say and do, but our thoughts are real. We live in a world that is mind. So when we're feeling jealousy, and and I think out of all of those negative emotions, I do think jealousy is often like, almost like a catalyst for Mm. what brings us towards things like anger or pride. Mm. And 
So, you know, when we're feeling jealous about someone, we are essentially feeling like, on one hand, we don't want that person to be in the position that they're in because there's something about them that we want that we don't have and they do. And on the other hand, interestingly, we're also admiring them or something about them. And to that point, there was one thing that Stokawa said in the book, like along the lines of when we're jealous of someone else to excessively, it could actually prevent us from becoming who we're meant to be because we're so focused on them, mm. you know? And I thought that was very profound. Um, yeah, he talks about, yeah, really cursing is like, you don't want to do it, yeah. but because it comes back to you and it inhibits your growth and happiness. So yeah, it's interesting to know that he talks so much about how you can prevent it. Also like creating a mirror-like mind and going into detail about that. But also what I thought was interesting he said, if you, if the level is so different, your curses may not work. Right. <laughs> so you can, you're wasting your time, basically. Or if only you are rivals, it, might, it may be able to work, mm. like can reach them. And he talked about a baseball player who had like an aura or such an air about him that nothing kind of phased him. So mm. he just kept going. And yeah, it's really interesting to see how it's not a one-way street. It's like there's curses can come in all sorts of forms and directions. And yeah, Yeah. I think the most surprising thing a lot of us felt from reading this book is, uh uh-oh, who am I cursing right now? Or am I cursing someone right now? And I think it's a very important realization to have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the mindfulness of what a curse is and that like you said that factor of like are we doing this to people are people doing it to us um i mean all of us have probably at some point experienced a sense of jealousy or anger towards someone else and many people have probably experienced it towards us uh, and sometimes more than we realize it was discussed how like people are can often be jealous of you without you even realizing mm-hmm. it and you know sometimes that's just due to the fact that we can be a bit uh, egotistic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. perhaps excessively so that mm-hmm. we're not fully aware of mm-hmm. people. And, and I think the concept of egolessness, which is a core Buddhist teaching, was something really expounded upon in the second half of the book. And I appreciated how the meaning of that concept was really clarified as not denying that you have a self or really it's more about self-preservation and not living in a way where you're disproportionately selfish mm. and I, th- I just think that's so such a powerful like mm. base teaching uh, yeah. that has been central to buddhism for like 2600 years yes. and was um and misunderstood for so long right. as well and he's clarifying that in this book i guess the a lot of people who study buddhism as a philosophy only think that it's basically there is no self there is no soul but actually he was not he was talking about there is no self as in be selfless, be a non-selfish person. So it's very fine line. I think it's very difficult and it's almost like never-ending training to kind of find that sweet spot between being you but not being egotistical. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and that's the middle way. And yeah. It's a constant battle in a way yeah. Uh, yeah. against ourselves, against negative forces mm-hmm. that are constantly being thrown at us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I wanted to mention uh, there is a new publication coming out called The Challenge of Enlightenment, and that'll be available on December 15th from IRH Press, and it's available for pre-order now. And that book will really go in depth into the core and true meaning 
of Buddhist teachings, which has really been lost to mm-hmm. us. So, I mean, anybody even marginally interested about Buddhism would benefit from reading that, and even people who are very seasoned in it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yes, in that book, The Challenge of Enlightenment, you could go really in-depth of the negative mindset that makes curses or causes curses. It's greed, anger, foolishness, conceit, and that those themes are actually played out in the new movie we have coming out this October. Um, it will be showing in nationwide theaters. It's called The Divine Protector, Master's Salt Begins, and you can see the different scenarios of these different mindsets playing out in the movie and how those negative mindsets can attract and cause trouble in life. So we definitely want everyone to watch this movie. Um, you can watch the trailer online. It's called The Divine Protector, Master's Salt Begins. Yeah, I know. I'm excited for that movie. I mean, Master Kao's movies always really just have a clarity and purity to see elsewhere. Actually, you know, in this book, he was discussing a little bit about a, an anime called uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and how, like, the story and the way things are depicted in that really don't give you any sense of accuracy about, mm. like, spiritual truths. And it's sort of just chaotic and uh, ultimately misleading, even though it might be entertaining. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and that's what I, I mean, I haven't seen that movie, but what I do love about Master Kawa's movies is there's always like a remedy Mm. or a hope or a way out. And in this movie too, a lot of, I think generally speaking, people are like, oh no, I'm cursed. There's nothing I can do about it. But he gives so many examples and teachings throughout the movie and in this book about how to protect yourself and also how to stop cursing others and basically get out of unhappiness. But I really love, yeah, the way out, the hopeful aspect of all the movies, the teaching aspect. Yeah. You know, I think interestingly, some people, even if they only say it figuratively, like when they're going through a rough period of life, they might feel like they're cursed. You know, they can entertain the idea, even if they're not a religious or spiritual Mm -hmm. person. And I think that there is a way out. And it really just requires being mindful Mm -hmm. of putting effort into embodying a sense of benevolence towards Mm -hmm. others and even acceptance if someone is feeling something negative towards you like we that's where i think that egoistic sense of self-preservation kicks in we almost feel like it's a threat Mm -hmm. and but we then we create sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy we make it a threat by attuning to it yeah whereas if we just like you mentioned with the baseball player just keep doing our thing yeah (laughs) you know yeah he literally says in the book like just keep doing what you're doing yeah and I thought about that, for example, this is a very off-track example, but like Beyonce as a singer, phenomenal, powerful, right? can imagine so many women and people who want to be singers are so jealous of her, and it's like, why? But if, so even me, like back in the day, I was like, oh my God, why is she so damn perfect, you know, and powerful? But then you, you look into her life, she worked so hard, and she's probably the hardest working woman in show business, as a lot of people say who actually know her. And the amount of effort, she just keeps doing what she's doing, right? Never right. minding the energy around her. And when you see how hard she works, you can't be jealous of that anymore. You have to praise it. You're like, wow, that's amazing. You go, you know, yeah. like, I will be your fan. Like, it's just very more, you just can't help but congratulate, you deserve it, you know, yeah. kind of mentality. And that's what he talks about in the book as well. And I find that there's so much peace in not being jealous and just being congratulatory towards 
something that you want and like out of my own experience too it's very releasing so it's maybe um it's hard to get to that point but i think it's totally worth going into like what you're jealous of dissecting it and getting to that peaceful mindset eventually yeah i agree 100% and and it is work mm-hmm. it does require effort and it's something you'll be kind of doing on your own in a way but it's well worth it because yes. as shakyamuni taught a long time ago uh, we're we tend to be punished by our negative mindsets mm. not even for them but by them mm. so mm-hmm. that's really should be something mm-hmm. central that we work towards yes so before we finish i wanted to read the afterword because i found that it was quite profound so how you control yourself from cursing others and how you prevent yourself from getting cursed these are both one aspect of life training, and although easy, one aspect of enlightenment too. The law of cause and effect is at work in this world. Those who love others will be loved, and those who curse others will be disliked. What this book tells you is not very difficult. When you want to curse someone, congratulate that person. When you want to take love from someone, give love to that person. Those who envy people are unhappy people. Now is the time to study the teachings of egolessness and emptiness and have the mind to be content. Calmly ward off jealousy and endeavor to become a useful person to society. It will help you avoid becoming a lost spirit in hell and having to suffer a few hundred years there. From Rio Okawa, Master and CEO of Happy Science Group, August 23rd, 2022. So the spiritual truth about curses and spells is available now on Amazon.com. For more information, visit okawabooks.com. The movie, The Divine Protector, Master Salt Begins, is coming to select theaters in U.S. and Canada starting on Friday, October 21st. For more information, contact your local Happy Science Branch. Thanks for listening and stay tuned to future episodes. <laughs>